Hey everyone, welcome to Scribe Book School, where you're going to learn everything you need to know about how to write, publish, and market your book. Once you know what you'll write about in your memoir, then you can move on to the next step, which is to create a basic outline which will keep you on track as you write. In this lesson, we'll walk you through how to create the outline for your memoir. And if you want to have access to the Scribe memoir template so you can follow along, then you need to first First, register for our memoir course at scribebookschool.com. You can get the link in the show notes for this episode. Here we go. All right. First, uh, put the memoir topic from question 10, what you decided your memoir is about, in the top. So scroll down on your outline to the orange section. The memoir topic goes right there. So there, now let me explain this. This is going to seem a little weird, but it's just the best way. It's the way it works. There are many ways to outline a memoir. We recommend the simplest way possible, which is to brainstorm the stories, events, or time periods you want in the book, right? Which is, that's going to be the next section down there. Then you put them in the order you want them in the book, which is the, the kind of like kind of the table of contents, but not really. Um, this is very simple. Like, just, just decide, what do I want to talk about in the book? Put them in order. That's it. It's really dead simple. But do not mistake simple for easy. This process requires you to really understand what you want your memoir to be about, right? And also guarantees that your memoir will change as you begin writing, which is probably going to happen uh, anyway, right? So, like, you're going to feel, the, the slide says, what if you feel like your outline isn't complete? Let me just skip that. You're going to feel like your outline isn't complete. You're going to feel like it's not done before you start writing. That's okay. In fact, I can promise your outline is not going to be perfect. In fact, I would tell you if you wait till you have a perfect outline to write, to start writing, you're doing it wrong. You are going to discover most of your book as you write it. This is how it works, okay? So the point of the outlining process is to get you writing quickly in the right direction. So notice that we don't give you much time. Like we're not going to give you much time to outline and we're not going to teach you how to structure a chapter. Okay. Why do you think this is? Because we want you to struggle a little with putting together your outline and we want you to struggle while writing each chapter, which is kind of fucked up. And it? <laughs> it tended to be messed up. They were like, Oh yeah, you guys should like, it should be real hard. You should struggle. So I'm going to tell the story. If you were in the nonfiction one, you know this story. Just pipe down Let me for the people who aren't, who weren't there. Let me tell you the story of why the butterfly died. So uh, there's a grandpa and a little kid, like a five-year-old, his grandson. They're walking along, taking a nature walk because they're on quarantine like everyone else. So <laughs> they're going for a walk. And, uh, and uh, the grandson comes, uh, finds this little chrysalis on the ground, butterfly chrysalis. And he gets so excited. He said, Grandpa, you know, I, I know you told me all about chrysalises and I, I won't touch them, you know, if they're hanging from the tree, like you said, but this is on the ground and like it might get stepped on or run over or something. Could we maybe pick this up and take it back home and, and you know, like uh, help the butterfly hatch, you know, like have a little heat lamp and set it all up. And the grandfather's like, okay, we can do that, but you got to make me one promise. And the grandkid's like, oh, of course, anything, anything, Grandpa, I'll take care of it. And he's like, no, no, I know you'll do that. But uh, the promise is very simple. Once the butterfly starts breaking out of the chrysalis, uh, you can't help it. You've got to let it do everything on its own. 
And the kid's like, okay, grandpa, no problem. I promise. I promise not to help the butterfly. I promise to leave him alone and I'll just watch him. I was like, okay, cool. So they take it back and, you know, they watch a bunch of YouTube videos, like everyone does now to learn everything. And they get it all set up with like the right everything that it needs. And of course, the kid's he's checking all the time. He's so excited about the butterfly going to hatch. And uh, uh, finally, after about two weeks, he starts to see it shake and it starts to break open a little bit. And he's so excited because he's a five-year-old kid, right? And he's just so overwhelmingly excited about this. He, he like sees like the butterfly's kind of stuck. And so he's just like, he can't help it. He cannot help. Um, and he takes a little tweezers and he's so careful. Uh, he pulls like a little piece of the chrysalis off. And then it pulls another little piece off and he opens. He's like, I'm not going to do the whole thing. I'm just going to help a little because the butterfly's got, it's stuck. I know it's got to be stuck. And so uh, pulls a bunch of it off. Butterfly comes out of the chrysalis and lays there for a second, tries to flap its wings, but can't, and then dies. Which like, you know, pretty fucked up story. <laughs> and the, the poor five-year-old is crying. He's so upset. Runs, grandpa, grandpa, the butterfly died i don't understand and grandpa comes looks at it he goes did you did you help it out and you know he's probably like yeah i'm so sorry grandpa but he was stuck and and i i didn't know what to do and i thought he would die if i didn't help him the grandpa says okay i'm not mad at you but this is why i told you not to help it and he's like what what i don't understand what do you mean he goes well the way a butterfly strengthens its wings is by breaking out of the chrysalis. And so it has to have the chrysalis to use to strengthen its wings uh, so that it can fly. Without breaking the chrysalis, it can't develop that strength. By helping the butterfly out, you stopped it from flying and it died. And the you know, poor kid, was, he's like, it's all right. He hugged him, of course. He's like, it's gonna be okay. You know, there'll be other butterflies, uh, but just understand. And then the little kid goes, what the fuck, dude? You couldn't have told me this before? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be funny, though. That's what I would say. It's like, Grandpa, why didn't you just tell him so he understood why? But that's, it wouldn't be a fable if he told him. But that's the point. Uh, we're here to help you with your struggle. I'm not here to prevent your struggle. Because it's not possible. To prevent the struggle is to stop the book from coming out. The struggle is not just part of the point. It is the point. All right? We cannot... Uncovering your truth is hard. And to make it unhard means you don't do it. Got it? Okay? It's a point. The point is that it's hard. Now, it shouldn't be... What should not happen is you don't know what to do. What we've laid out is absolutely... Uh, uh, clear instructions on exactly what to do. You always know what to do. It'll be hard though, which is a different thing. All right. So I'm gonna give you five minutes right now. All right. I know that's a ridiculously short amount of time. I expect you to come back and do more outlining and more structuring of stories. No problem. <clears throat> so let's pause right now for questions. We got anything, anything interesting, Emily? We've got one question uh, from Susan about, can the outline just be chronological? Yes, we covered that. Mm -hmm. um, and you also ask, uh, it's, it's currently just a bunch of dots that are not really connected. Should I be doing something else or will the dots connect later? They, they may never connect. You don't have to connect dots in a memoir. You don't, 
You can. So a really good example of this is, again, go read Tiffany Haddish's memoir, The Last Black Unicorn. It sold a million copies for a reason. And there are no dots there. Now, you can read it and you can see dots. Oh, I see this theme and that theme and that theme and that theme. You can, they're all there. There's a bunch of themes. But Tiffany didn't want themes. Tiffany didn't want dot connection. Excuse me. That's not where she is kind of, or where she was at the time uh, in her uh, journey. She wanted to just tell her stories as honestly as possible. And she did. And they were great. And they, my God, man, you want to, you want to start crying, go on to Audible, not Amazon as much, but Audible and just start reading the reviews. And there'll be like dozens. You, you won't be able to get past three or four pages without seeing some, some review that's like, I'm, you know, 16 year old black girl who's like, I had no idea, you know, that I could get out. I had no idea there was any option for me. I had no, I mean, it's like unbelievable the reviews because like, Tiffany's like this big star in Hollywood, but she came from nothing and she came from awful stuff. And all these people who are there now, um, who had no idea that like, oh, wow, this big star, like started where I did, how inspiring she is, right? And there were no dots connected in that book. <clears throat> so you, you can just have a, a, an outline that's just a bunch of dots and then either you can connect them later or not connect them. Depends. Now, there's all, I will tell you, the dots can always be connected. They don't have to be though. Like uh, my books, the dots were not connected in those books. Now, the next book I write, I'll, I'll start connecting some dots. I'll tell you, if, and here's a good rule of thumb. If you don't wanna connect the dots, it's okay. But it, be, it means that connecting the dots would be too painful. Ask me how I know. <laughs> because connecting the dots was a bridge too far for me when I was writing my, my frat tire stuff. And if, if connecting the dots is you can't do it, then just write your stories. It's okay. Totally fine. As a recovering overthinker too, I think there is huge value in deliberately not connecting the dots. When Before I started writing my memoir, I obsessed over structuring a, an outline and all these chapters and what the meaning was going to be out of each story and how I was going to bring a reader through. It was all bullshit. It was all because I did not believe my story was meaningful enough without putting that kind of structure and that kind of uh, craft on it. I thought that my memoir was going to be me displaying myself as a writer. It wasn't, it's not that at all. That is, I could not say bravo enough. Uh, all the, there are so many memoirs and the vast majority are fucking terrible because they did what Emily was doing at the beginning, which she's not now. Uh, they thought the book was about displaying themselves as a writer. I gotta write that down. Yep. All right. Next one. Um, this we've already covered a little. Is it possible that a memoir can tell the story of your appreciation for how people overcame obstacles and that enhanced your appreciation for their struggle and achievement? It's pointing the finger out again instead no. of pointing the finger in. No. 
Yeah. No, I, like, look, I've got some books in here that are like compendiums of like stories of other people that are really cool. There's, there's one, it's called like Badasses from the Old West. Oh my God, man. Like you wouldn't, do you know the bat, the most badass sheriff in the Old West? This is very appropriate to the world we're in right now. It'd be cool at any point, but it's even more cool now. The most badass sheriff in the Old West was a black man. The, uh, his name was, oh, I have to find the book. I can't remember. Like it's like boss something or Baz something. Um, he, 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 he was the guy that they based the Lone Ranger off of was actually a black man. He was a sheriff in a couple different places, killed like 15 people um, in the line of duty. Right. Like, I don't think he was like, whatever. It never once was injured arrested 3,000 people <laughs> yes Bass Reeves thank you uh Krista Foster Bass Reeves um he was a real person this guy was amazing right I love books like that it's not a memoir not a memoir what you think about other people could be a good book not a memoir period Nothing else to say. Your memoir is about what you think and what you feel, and that's it, about yourself and your life. That's it. Next. Uh, that's it. We have one more question about length, but you're going to talk about that later in writing, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's talk about the writing plan. Okay, so now you know, like you get it. I'm writing it for myself. You know what you're writing about. You know why you're writing it. You've got a good plan to start in your outline. Honestly, I would outline for probably, if you can do it for an hour, then start. An hour might be all it takes. Um, do not outline for more than, a, what do you want to say? What do you think? Four hours? Three hours? Oh yeah. Four hours is four hours. Max. Absolute max <laughs> yeah. of outlining. Definitely not any more than that. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. We hope you got a lot out of it. If you found this episode valuable, then definitely check out our free online workshops at scribebookschool.com. During the workshop, we'll teach you our exact step-by-step -step process for how to write, publish, and market your book. It's totally free, and you can watch it right from the comfort of your home. Again, you can sign up at scribebookschool.com. And beyond that, you can support the podcast by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay tuned because we have a lot of good stuff coming on Scribe Book School. Scribe Book School.